welcome back, dear educators, to Education Espresso, the podcast that infuses your teaching journey with fresh ideas and motivating activities. I'm your host, Ahmed Yusuf, and today we have a special episode lined up. Instead of focusing on a specific warm-up activity, we will be exploring the fundamental concept of active learning and how to integrate it into your classroom practice. Joining me is a distinguished guest, Dr. Nick Artman, an associate professor at communication at Slippery Rock University. Dr. Artman's expertise lies in digital media and production and advertising. He serves as the chief operator and faculty advisor for WSRU-FM, Slippery Rock University's student-run FM radio station. But here's the intriguing part. He doesn't just study media. He unravels its hidden mysteries and reveals the amazing ways it influences human behaviors, perceptions, emotions, and feelings. So grab your favorite cup of inspiration and let's start another captivating episode of Education Espresso. Dr. Artman began by explaining his philosophy regarding the use of active learning in the classroom. The, the truth is you, you, you teach the way you were taught, right? Yes. And a lot of times when we first start teaching or we've been teaching for 30 years, you lean on what you've been taught, especially in a university setting. I, I experienced that a lot as an instructional designer at a couple of different universities mm-hmm. that professors at universities are some of the brightest in their particular field of study, mm-hmm. but they may have only taken one or two classes on how to teach. So what do they do? They default to how they were taught, right? right. And they were probably taught a traditional lecture style classroom like I was and you were and everybody else was at one point. So I don't right. blame anybody for that. And I would absolutely encourage any of them to look at something like active learning. If like myself, you believe that active learning can be employed as soon as you step into your classroom, think again. Tune in to Dr. Artman's insights on harnessing active learning through two distinct phases, pre-class active learning and in-class active learning. So Let's start with pre-class active learning. What I would do in a typical classroom, and I just did this the other day, I teach a media effects course, and the chapter we were supposed to cover was effects of exposure to digital news and how does the news affect us as individuals, right? They know they have to read the chapter before they come to class, and we know how much students love to read. So <laughs> what I do is I, I, I make them do a quiz before they come to class. Low impact, low weight, just, you know, the questions aren't complicated. If you've read it and you've taken notes, you'll pass the quiz. Now, moving on to phase two, where in-class active learning takes center stage. And then what that allows me to do in the classroom is instead of just saying, okay, today we're going to talk about news media and what it does to you. I can then ask questions, right? So I'll do a general introduction. Welcome. How was the weekend? All of that kind of stuff. And then I go right into my attention getter. And sometimes it's a video, sometimes it's an activity. Um, But in this case, this example, I used a video that was actually from TED, TED Talks, and it was just how to choose your news. And it was just a little bit of a supplemental video to get them warmed up, to get them thinking. It's, It's about five minutes long. And we showed them the video. Then I go right into, instead of what would be the lecture, the one way form of communication, I jump into asking them questions. So I'm really achieving the same purpose as a one-way lecture, but instead of saying like the news is defined as X, 
I ask a question like, well, what does the term news mean to you? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we unpack that because everybody's got a different definition. And then we'll tie into the the book definition. Right. And then we'll go into more and more depth of content. I won't go through all my questions. However, Active learning remains passive until you connect it with real-life situations. Listen as Dr. Artman provides more details. The most important part to tying this all together is now you get them to apply it. And I think that's where active learning really comes into play is how do they take the, the, the information that they've read, they've now taken a quiz on it, how do I get them to apply it in a certain situation, right? So let me go back to my media effects course. And I, I would go through a series of questions, like I said, taking about 10 to 15 minutes of a discussion in, in an hour and 15 minute class. And then I would do a, what I, what's a debate activity. And I, I split them into two groups, you know, uh, two groups of 10. My students usually about 20, 25 students in this class. So I split the class into two big groups and I have them form. We form a debate and I ask them, are digital media sources, news sources, more credible than traditional. And I force one group to say yes. And I force one group to say no. And we go through and we do, okay, here's your opening statements. Here's your rebuttal. And here's your closing statement. And each group has a chance to have their side of the argument. And then at the end, we choose a winner. Next, I inquired with Dr. Artman about three types of students who can pose challenges when implementing active learning. First, we have those students who dominate discussions, potentially limiting others' participation. Discover Dr. Artman's solution. Yeah, and that inevitably happens, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. the ones that are like me in a classroom, <laughs> extroverted and like to talk a lot, they can sometimes dominate an exercise like this, right? But then you might have a student who's maybe more passive, maybe more introverted. Um, and and this, this answer to your question is easier the more and more you get into the semester. Once you start to know them and you get to know their name, I'll specifically ask that person to answer a question. Then there are students who might resist active learning because they lack answers. Dr. Artman offers guidance on how to address this scenario. Back when I'm going through my questions, at the, especially at the beginning, you know, what advantages do digital media offer in terms of immediacy? I might go to that person. I might say, okay, Jill, what do you think of that? And then I'm pulling her into the conversation or I'm pulling him into the conversation. And I do think it's important to pull those people in who may not engage, even if they're, even if they don't know the answer, even if you pull them in and they go, I'm sorry, Dr. Hartman, I don't know. Okay, that's fine. Now I know you're paying attention, you know? Finally, we face the challenge of students focused on their phones. Dr. Artman provides strategies for managing them within the framework of active learning. And even with like their phones and, you know, more and more students are bringing laptops into their class, like something like this debate activity, I'm now taking that device that could potentially be a distraction and now you're using it in class. Right. I, I'm right. letting them take uh, that laptop, take that phone and do the research on traditional versus digital or whatever the activity might be for the day. Dr. Artman goes into the practical aspects of implementing active learning in the classroom, outlining effective ways to pose questions. I do still use a PowerPoint. I'll use a PowerPoint. I'll, I'll put all my questions on the PowerPoint. And part of that is because of the um, uh just the idea of cognitive multimedia and how multimedia tying it to a certain piece of media will actually can can 
increase content retention as well. He also suggests not assuming student preferences and encourage seeking their feedback on this teaching style grounded in active learning. I've received great feedback from this for students. I mean, I've, I haven't ever done a complete survey, but I am open I'm a musician, so I'm open to uh, constructive criticism. And I ask them all the time, like, do you like this or do you want me to go back to PowerPoint and lecture? And I can't tell you that I've ever had a single student who said, can you please lecture to me for an hour and 15 minutes? Dr. Artman concludes by highlighting the numerous benefits of active learning for students. It's it's so much fun for me as a professor to see them engage with the content because now I know they've learned it. I see them apply it. And you see them take ownership of it, right? They remember the experience. And if they can tie that experience to the content, that's active learning. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Education Espresso, where we covered effective ways of using active learning in class. Until we meet again, continue to energize your teaching journey with that daily shot of Education Espresso. This is your host, Ahmed Yusuf, signing off with a reminder to make your students intellectually busy. Cheers to the power of education and the remarkable impact you make as an educator. Thank you.